I'm Danica Juarez. And I'm Jan James. And this is How's It Hold Up? Hi, I'm Danica. And I'm Jan. And I'm Valerie. Today, we watched um, our first on the podcast. I've watched several Felix the Cat cartoons. Uh, This one was called Felix Gets Back or something like that. I forget what it's actually called. I wrote it. Felix Returns? Was it Felix? Felix Is it Felix Comes Back? I think it was Comes Back. I think it was Felix Comes Back. Um,. This, this is a cartoon where uh, Felix is is bothering a, a meat vendor. And so the meat vendor tries to murder him by throwing him yeah. in a box, getting him trapped in a box and throwing him into the ocean. But uh, Felix ends up getting out of it, then swallowed by a fish. And then he goes and has an adventure in the Arctic for a while. And then he manages to come back as the, as the name of the short would insinuate. That's the gist of what happens in this cartoon. What do you guys think about it? I really enjoyed it. I think I've enjoyed I enjoyed it the most out of any short we've seen so oh, far. Interesting. There is some uh, good comedy. It was it was funny. I feel like it hit a bit harder in the first half and then slowed down a little. Yeah. Yes. I would but I don't think it ever fair. got bad. It, yeah. No. Yeah. 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 Let's get specific. I didn't That's quite do it in the. Yeah, I didn't quite do it in the. There. Yeah, it feels a little bad, but I'm not going to redo it. That's okay. Um, <laughs> up to you if you want to keep any of that. All of it. Um, yeah, let's talk about the story and characters. This was your guys' first um, time getting to meet Felix, mm-hmm. uh, the icon, the only like silent era cartoon character that's still really well known today. Because he's he's had a lot of iterations since then, but this is this is his early not this isn't his earliest iteration, but this is his early design before he kind of got redesigned into what we think of Felix the Cat as being. Um, yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, let me talk a little bit about it um, on about his origins. On November 9th, 1919, Master Tom, a prototype of Felix, debuted in a Paramount picture short titled Feline Follies. I didn't like it. Produced by the New York City-based animation studio owned by Pat Sullivan, the cartoon was directed by cartoonist and animator Otto Mesmer and was a big success. Uh, The studio quickly got to work producing another film featuring Master Tom in Musical Muse, uh, released in November uh, 16th, 1919. It too proved to be successful with audiences. Um, And then the name Felix was first used for the third film starring the character, The Adventures of Felix. In 1917, Warner Brothers began distributing cartoons of uh, Mutt and Jeff in New York and New Jersey. Warner was impressed with uh, his secretary, Margaret Winkler's talents. And when Max and Dave Fleischer, owners of Fleischer Studios, came to him with their series Out of the Inkwell, series that we've seen some of, he gave it to Winkler and encouraged her to form her own distribution company, Winkler Productions, on a state's rights basis. In 1922, she signed a contract with Pat Sullivan Productions to produce Felix the cat cartoons this was one of those cartoons rather than the ones from before that um and this established her reputation as the top distributor in the cartoon world she was well known at at this point in time because of uh her her distribution of out of the inkwell and this like out of the inkwells is was created by the fleischer brothers and they had their own studio but she was the producer getting it out there for them distributor or producer a bit of both i think yeah what we what we think of this first 
Felix cartoon that you guys have seen. What do you think of Felix, the cat character? I liked him. I I definitely like him a lot more than Coco the Clown. (laughs) (laughs) Hands down. But no, I didn't think I was going to like him just... I don't know, but I really liked him. I especially loved him when he was on all fours and walking. He was so cute, but he was just cute. He's a bit of a scamp, but like, at least in this short, like, he's, he's just a cat who wants some food. So like, you kind of, you you root for him implicitly because it's like, well, you're an animal, like, you need some food. Exactly. I mean, yeah. Yeah. A little, a little clever, I guess, with the meowing and getting the hot dogs to follow him. Yeah, and they did, and they had little wolf woofs. <laughs> yes, yes, that's funny. <laughs> there, there weren't a lot of characters. It's mostly Felix uh, and the the butcher guy, and then like a few one off animals that maybe you could count as characters. Another oh, one off human. Yes, uh, someone fishing who just dies. I guess I get I he, know, he falls into the again. hole and we never see him. <laughs> He's know. not relevant. <laughs> Again, I just rooted for Felix the whole time. It was, I didn't resent him. I didn't yeah. feel like he was, you know, you know, again, he just wanted food. Yeah, it's like, I mean, if you're, I guess if you're like a person who cares a whole lot about, well, this guy owns these hot dogs or whatever in the beginning, hopefully that's pushed out the window once he tries to murder yes, the cat. <laughs> I know. It's just like, shoo him out with a broom or something. Nope. Don't. Or close your, hey, here's an idea. Close your door or don't have your meat hanging outside. Having having watched other Felix cartoons and other cartoons of the time, um, let me tell you, people aren't very nice to cats. <laughs> um, yeah, that unfortunately hasn't changed as much as I would like, despite the um, proliferation of cat videos on the internet. You'll still find people who think it's perfectly fine to do what this guy did which is weird and messed up oh story-wise it's it's really simple like uh there's not a lot there and i guess you have the out of the inkwell ones being simple as well i don't know yeah i don't know this just seemed really straightforward there was a lot of good comedy uh like visual puns and things like that a lot of playing with um his exclamations and question marks that he would have as yeah. physical objects. Yeah. We we can talk some more about animation too, because it's pretty entwined. Like the basic story is very basic, like you said. So yeah, yeah let's, we can bring in some animation stuff. Uh, I loved, loved uh, Felix's little tail curl. Yes. Oh, I did too. Delighted me every time I saw it. I, very cute. Yes. Yes. And again, when he was on all fours was so cute. Just, I loved how he walked, but I know that will be more animation. Um, but yeah, just, um, a lot of adventures in trying to get the food, even in trying to get the fish. And interestingly, compared to, um, some other shorts that we've seen, uh, showing what it means to be hungry when he was hungry, he would pull out his little tummy, just like pull out like the skin, you know, and show kind of like, I don't know, like empty and empty. I don't know what. <laughs> oh, I think that was him like showing empty pockets. Oh. That's what it looked like to me. Like he was like, look, I can't even buy this stuff. So I have ah. to steal it. Okay. That yeah. was the impression I got anyways. Okay. That, that makes more sense because I was like, what? That's kind of. <laughs> yeah. I, I saw it. It looked like he kind of put them to his sides, but in him and then pulled something out as if it was empty pockets. Okay. Got it. Got it. Got it. Interesting. Yeah. Just like a lot of things where he gets, um, you know, thrown in, in the ocean and ends up in the fish, but then he gets all the way to the Arctic, 
you know, climbs out of the fish when he gets there. And then going back to where he originally came from goes back as an ice cube. But he's, he was okay. Because yeah, he was the fine. Cartoon, he was exactly. fine. He was fine. What'd you guys think about him pulling a gun on the hot dog? Oh, that was the funniest bit. That was so funny. With the first hot dog, and I think you had a good assessment that it was really funny and, and, and clipped along at the first half and slowed down a little bit in the second. Because in the first half, again, the pun with the hot dog. Admittedly, dogs, for this specific joke, I think a little bit of the footage was missing because it kind of cut from him like on one side having kind of trapped the hot dogs to suddenly being on the other side with a gun. Um, and honestly, that bit of missing footage made that gag even funnier really just because it was, was. so sudden. He, so because funny. yeah, because he has the hot dogs chase him into a hollow log. He puts a big uh, you know, rock boulder at the at one end, and then yeah, all of a sudden we see him just shooting the hot dogs with a gun. It was hilarious. And then it was very into, good. And then I also love the little bit that, that he pulls out from somewhere a a, 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 a nap bit. I mean a, a bib, you know, a napkin bib, and you know, eats the hot dogs, and then when he's done, you know, wipes his little mouth and then puts then puts it away. It was just yeah. so cute. Yeah. He's, he's a civilized yes. sort. <laughs> yes. No, that gun thing, that was unexpected. That was hilarious. And very funny. Oh, I wasn't sure about the narration, quote unquote narration yeah, in that it. When they me. talked. Yeah. yeah. It, it, honestly, it felt superfluous. Yeah. Like, I feel like they could have I feel like we could have understood everything without it. Yeah, even even uh, in between scenes where it's like, now he's in the Arctic, or he's like, then he goes down south. Yeah, I don't know. It's like, I could have just, you could have just cut to him there, and I wouldn't see, I would have gotten that. Right. Yeah, or you, you, like the butcher in the beginning saying, oh, I'm going to get him, but he could have just like looked at the camera like, er, and like raised a finger or something face, like that. Yeah, yeah. And, and then cut to him doing the thing he did, and I would have understood Correct. Yeah, like I don't, I don't feel any like any of the words that were ever on screen were really necessary at all. Yeah, I agree completely. I hope they eventually realize that and cut them even before they get to having sound because they're just unnecessary. Yeah. Anything else with story, characters, animation? Yeah, I, lo- I love all the personification, but like even the the polar bear, you know, setting him adrift and laughing. Yeah, uh-huh, you know. Would you get all he? That's all he needed to do. But he says something about "I hope you freeze" or whatever. I but know. it's like we get it. Yeah. Uh, I was just thinking the, uh, the the visual gags where it's like, oh, he's gonna feel the cat is trying to get away and, and pull on some ice or grab on some ice, and then it's the polar bear. Yeah, those things were good. I liked when the penguin ate his tail and then he had like a question mark come up like physically and then pulled that and had it be his tail. I know, yeah. I know. Yes, yes. Or the when the two question marks came up while he was running away and then he grabbed those and made some skates. Yes. Yes. Yes, that's <laughs> the, that silly stuff was, was good. I enjoyed it. Yeah. Let's go on to the part that our podcast is named after. How's it? Hold up. The man I mean, trying to murder him was not good. Well, I'm sure, like, but this guy's the obvious villain, so it's yeah. kind of like, you know. Um, I mean, I think pretty well um, there was the the human who fished him out. I was kind of worried was going to be a, like a racist stereotype, but they didn't really exist long enough to do anything like that. And they weren't, they didn't really feel like they were drawn in a way that was trying to accentuate anything, so... I don't know. It, it held it held up pretty well. I think the main thing that doesn't hold up as well is its use of words on the screen that that cartoons kind of eventually realize aren't really needed unless you're trying 
unless you're trying to make a joke about using it or I, I can see it being used for emphasis of some sort, but like it's not needed just to convey the story, which is how it's used here. Yeah. Um, so in that way, I would say that's probably the main thing that doesn't hold up is just its use of conventions that are even at this point kind of outdated. Um, like the Fleischer brothers aren't really using it. Um, they have cards sometimes when they really need to in between, but they don't really have the dialogue on screen. So yeah. Um, but otherwise, yeah, I think it holds up pretty well. Yeah. Cute little cartoon. I, I agree. What was your least favorite part of it? Yeah, it was, uh... Kind of horrifying when he just threw that box that had Felix in it into the water. Right? Yeah, I know. But but then he was able to just, like, walk underwater, and you're like, oh, he's he's fine. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, and two, is, it, it was funny, because both in the shop and then when he got thrown in the water, he didn't seem to be able to... He, he You see him pushing outside the sides of the box. He didn't think he could get out, but then all of a sudden... Maybe he just then realized he could push up the lid because yeah, he didn't know. seem to have a problem with that. Yeah. I don't know if you could say this is the part. I disliked it when they kept doing the words, but especially like when, I guess my least favorite was the man sitting in the shop with the words, you know, haha, now I've gotten rid of that thief and I don't know. Sure. Oh yeah. It's been, it's been heaven since, you know, I got rid of the cat. Yeah. I'm like, okay, man. Yeah. Uh, what was your favorite part? The gun the part's gun. really high up there. It's really funny. I think that's probably my think, favorite I part. I think that is my favorite part. It's the tie between that and when he first goes behind the rock with his little tail swishing. Um, that Very was cute. so cute. But yeah, the hot dog, though, she just coming and shooting was so darn funny. The There was another uh, early visual gag where he gets out of the box underwater and he has like a big question mark about, oh, where am I? And then he grabs the question mark, I guess, to try to get out. And then a fish grabs him because it's like he's a something on a hook, bait on a hook. Yeah. <laughs> so that's how he gets eaten by the fish. Um, yeah, that was good. I don't know. That gun thing was really funny. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go with that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to have to go with that. Uh, who's your least favorite character out of the abundance of characters we have the in this? The man. The man. Yeah, obviously that guy sucks. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> who's your favorite character out of the abundance of characters we have? Yeah. I think Felix. Actually. Yeah, Felix was Felix. great. Felix was, was a, delightful. A lot of fun. Yeah, he's a, a scamp, like you said, but not so mischievous to be unlikable. Yeah, yeah. Our, like, Which is a problem in some of his earlier shorts, let me tell you, with uh, him trying to be like a deadbeat dad and stuff oh, after oh, getting oh, another cat pregnant. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. That's terrible. Yeah, but this one, like, that's clear, like, the other guy's evil. He's, he's just a fun-loving little scamp. It's good. <laughs> Let's go on to our overall consensus and rating. Uh, I think we, I think we probably all recommend it if you're watching old shorts. Yeah, if you're watching old shorts, it, the first part was good, but like you said, it it slowed down in the second part, so it's not like this was uh, the best thing or or something that's super funny, but it's enjoyable. Yeah, I've been so inconsistent with ratings, so I'm gonna give this a one point seven five. I don't know what my highest rated mm, short is. Two. I have attitude. I'm going to two. Well, then I'm going to have to say 3.8. Sure. Because it's my favorite so far. I enjoyed it a lot. Sure. Uh, I'll go with 2.75. I think it's a solid short. Yeah, I don't know. I get so 
negative about them because I keep having to watch a bunch of them that just aren't that good. But I enjoyed this a lot more rewatching it with y'all than I did when I watched it by myself. I was like, this feels like the best Felix the Cat short I've watched so far, but I still don't like it that much. But watching it with you guys, I, I found more to enjoy in it. So. Yeah, I guess mine's a bit low because the animation was good. I didn't find anything outstanding about it, but there were yeah. of that I liked and the visual puns. Uh, but, but there wasn't anything like super interesting animation wise. Yeah, that's valid. So so I think that's why I went a little low and not as high as some of the equal ones, which have some really interesting things to them. Definitely. I definitely, I don't think it's a stretch to say, at least at this point, that the Felix the Cat cartoons are more like just produced for the sake of making cartoons, whereas the Fleischer Brothers feel like they are having fun with the medium and trying to do interesting things with it. So, yeah. And I was just going to say what I enjoyed about this animation, it was simplistic, but there wasn't as much repetition in a lot of the other shorts that we've been watching. There were some repeated movements and, and some possible, you know, reusing some things, but, but that's, that seemed minimal to me compared to so many of the others. And then there were just so many cute things like the, the tail, the flick of the tail. Yeah, very cute. And so um, yeah, that I just enjoy. And again, even just the hot dogs and just that whole thing um, with how some things were drawn. So I really enjoyed it. Yeah, it was definitely an enjoyable one. Well, thank you all for listening. Uh, next time I'll have some other short that I've figured out. Um, And for our next main episode, um, we are watching a live action Winnie the Pooh thing, Mm -hmm. which I already like talked about in the last thing, but yeah. Yeah. So thanks you guys. Thanks for being with us. Thank you. Bye. Bye. This has been how's it hold up with Danica Juarez and Jan James. You can find our podcast on Twitter at How's It Hold Up Pod. That's with each word capitalized and no apostrophe. Also, if you'd like to support us, we have a Patreon. You can find us at patreon.com slash user question mark U equals 2790566. Every little bit helps, and even with a minimum pledge, you get access to things you won't hear in our main podcast feed. Check it out for more info. The two pieces of music used in this episode were created by Kevin McLeod. You can find both The Curtain Rises and Cool Cats at incomptech.com. That's I-N-C-O-M-P-E-T-E-C-H.com. Both songs were licensed under Creative Commons by Attribution 3.0. More info on that can be found at http colon slash slash creativecommons.org slash licenses slash by slash 3.0. Thanks for listening.